Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode five of the Mel Custer podcast. Oh my gosh. So oh, there's been so much going on in my life lately and I'm just like, where do I begin? It's it's funny because I was listening, like not listening, but looking back at all of my podcasts that I've done so far, like all four of them, lol. Um, but I was looking back at them and I was like, you know what? I am so multifaceted. It's actually hilarious. Um, but I just love that about myself. I just love how I am so many different things, you know, like I'm daggy. Um, I think that I'm hilarious, but I can also be super serious and deep and just all of the things like there's just so many different parts to me. I love to have fun. I, I feel like I'm very playful, but at the same time, I love, yeah, depth and connection and, and really deep chats, basically making impact, having fun, just all of it. So I just think as well, like a lot of people, they get caught up when they are even contradicting, like, you know, they might be really into health and fitness, but their favorite, like guilty pleasure is McDonald's. And it's like, that's actually okay. And we, this, this, this conversation about congruency has gone a bit far in some aspects in terms of the black and white of it. And it's like, yes, we want to be congruent humans. Yes, we want to, you know, clean up um, our lives and, and all of those sorts of things in a lot of ways. But like, can we be multifaceted? Can we be contradicting humans? And we are all walking contradictions, contradictions, right? Like we know that. And can that actually just be okay that we have different facets and we don't have to fit into a box? And this is something that I have been recently struggling a lot with, right? And I've really just come to a place right now where I'm like, I actually don't desire to have a label or be in a certain box. I am multifaceted. I like to do multiple different things. And this is actually going to lead into the conversation of some massive shifts that I've made within my business and within my life lately. But I like, I literally went into my um, bio the other day and in my name section, it said like Mel Custer mindset and business coach and mentor. And I was like, I fucking deleted it because I was like, yes, I, I like mindset and business coaching is something that I do, but it's not everything that I am. I am many things. And I actually had a psychic reading with my psychic, like just recently. And she actually said to me, like, you are here to do multiple things. You're not actually here to be committed and devoted to one thing and one thing only. She's like, you are here to do multiple different things. And it really got me thinking, like, if you think about David Goggins, right, and I'm not saying I'm a David Goggins, but think about him. And, and if those of you who don't know who he is, like he is labeled, I guess, the hardest man on earth. But what actually is he when you think about him? You know, he's a speaker, he's an author, he's an athlete, he's a Navy SEAL. He doesn't have one specific label, right? He's just done different things, multiple different things that makes up his story. And for me, something I've really been stepping into lately is just that it's actually okay to want to do multiple things. And it's actually okay to not just 100% of the time focus on coaching. It's actually okay to do a couple of things at once. And, you know, it's all kind of landed for me just recently and it has contributed to some major shifts within my business. So like, and we'll go into that. 
Um, but basically, recently, I I have I have stepped back. I wouldn't even say I've stepped back from coaching, but I had I pretty much completely halted and like imagine like a car driving full speed and then skidding, like slamming on its brakes and skidding and resetting. So I'm basically resetting one whole side of my business. I've been deep in contemplation for a long time. I've just known within me that something hasn't been right within my coaching business for a while. And I basically felt like there were needs that weren't being met and there were things that didn't feel in alignment. There was just lots of things going on where I was like, this isn't feeling like I feel it should feel. And I'm all about pushing your edges and, you know, um, getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that don't necessarily, quotations, feel good, but you know are good. Whereas I was doing things that didn't feel good and I didn't even know if they were good. So that's kind of, you can feel the difference of the energy of like not doing things that feel good and like not doing things that feel good, right? I mean, doing things that don't feel good. But anyways, basically what I have decided to do. So for those who don't know, we have a mechanic workshop as well. And I have um, taken over the full accounts and business management side of that business. So I am technically, that's like, you know, uh, it's not a full-time job, but there's no way. It takes me a couple of hours a day, to be honest with you. Um, but that is something that I have taken on fully. So whilst um, I was coaching, I was also starting to take on that. And that's been something that I've just been really enjoying the numbers and the analytical side of things and obviously I do that within my business anyway so doing two businesses at the same time or two companies at the same time has been fine but there's still been this thing within me that needed more that was definitely missing the hairdressing aspect for those who don't know I'm a qualified hairdresser um owned a salon and um yeah built that up from the ground and sold it for a decent amount of money which was really really cool so building and scaling businesses is something I know how to do. And it wasn't necessarily that I missed the salon side of things. I definitely don't miss that. But I just missed the social aspect of like seeing clients, getting my hands on their hair and being creative. So like couple that with rising interest rates, like I know that we can, we can sit here and we can pretend that, you know, the world is perfect and everything's going to be fine and there is going to, you know, there is no issues with the rising interest rates and it's going to, it's like we can live in that or we can be realistic and see that right now people are not spending as much money. Some people are not spending as much money. I'm not going to ge- generalize everyone, but there are people that are holding onto their money more. There are people whose interest rates have completely just gone out of control. And for us, we bought in May um, last year and our interest rate has literally doubled. So our repayments have gone up a lot. And for me, I had a decision where I could let my ego rule and, and, um, my pride take over and not quotations go backwards. Cause that's how I felt at one point in time. I was very like defensive about the whole hairdressing thing. I was like, if anyone even mentions it, like you'd get, you know, like shut down straight away. I was just like, that's not happening. But deep, deep down, there was a part of me that was missing just doing a little bit of it. And 
then with our interest rate rising and stuff like that, we would be fine. We would survive. But I didn't want that. I didn't want to just survive. Okay. I want to thrive. I want to continue to be able to have fun and do do fun things and travel and you know get my kids what they want and I want to still have that financial freedom and financial freedom is one of my values. So I looked at the situation and, and I knew that I wanted and needed to go back to hair. It was actually something that was just so obvious yet my ego just like wouldn't allow that conversation to even happen. So there are a few reasons why I went back and I actually did a post on this the other day but oh I want to go through them and I want to go through them kind of in detail firstly I have skills and knowledge that can be used to create multiple income streams okay and in this this current climate let's call it that it is very very smart to have multiple income streams from a business perspective when for me i'm solely where we're working for ourselves right our workshop we own that that's us that's on us we don't have a boss that pays our wage right and same with my coaching business like that's solely on me so for me who doesn't have a fallback of like you know a a a boss that's going to pay me or whatever it's like for me to have multiple income streams is the smart thing to do, right? I actually feel like you, it's very smart to have multiple income streams. And it doesn't mean that you are any less devoted or committed to the things that you're doing. It just means that you're doing a few of them and you're probably working a bit harder, which is the truth for me right now. It's like, I'm definitely working harder than I maybe was this time last year, but in the same breath, I'm fucking happier and I'm not... I've been in hustle mode before when I had my salon, this was like a whole thing and it was actually fucked. Um, But I've been there and I've done that. Then I swung the pendulum right the other way where I was like almost doing fuck all. And like I was making money, but it just, I didn't feel fulfilled. I, I actually like to be productive. That's just the kind of person that I am. So for me lately, it's just been finding like a middle ground basically. So that is that, that, that part of it. The other thing that I really needed to do with my coaching business was to take the pressure off, okay? Relying on clients paying their invoices on time so I can pay my mortgage and and put food on the table, that's not a vibe. That's actually not a vibe. That creates a ridiculous amount of pressure on the client, on myself and it's like the client doesn't know that I'm waiting for their payment to come through so I can pay my mortgage or buy go food shopping but they can unconsciously feel that I'm convinced right and it puts immense pressure on me puts immense pressure on the client on the container on my business all of the things that working under that much pressure and having that much pressure in a business like I believe that some some pressure is good right it can keep you productive and and all of those sorts of things but when you're under that much pressure to the point where you're almost even, I got to a point where I was almost even like selling or creating like things just so I could make money rather than being purpose and impact driven. And funnily enough, those things where I launched them and created them from a place of like, oh, well, I actually need money this month. So I better do a masterclass. 
they were actually the masterclasses that didn't sell. <laughs> like actually they were the ones that didn't sell. So tell me that people don't unconsciously feel what's going on behind the scenes, right? So going back to doing a, a couple of clients in, in my hairdressing again and working within our company and getting a wage there, that gave me extra income, which then allowed me to release attachment with my coaching business, relieve the pressure so I could come back and fall in love with it again, right? It also allows me to continue to invest in myself, work with coaches, do, do courses and programs, invest in my growth, like have my health and fitness coach, um, invest in my businesses. Like it actually allows me to do the things that I makes me enjoy my business that makes me enjoy life right and they're they're my values it, technically having that extra income is allowing me to align live in alignment with my values even more and with my coaching business it's like I want to coach and, and mentor and run my business from a place of impact and connection right Having to focus so heavily on money because I'm in a survival mode and that's kind of where I was at for a little bit doesn't allow me to be in that overflow energy of like that the impact comes first. And this was something that I noticed and I was like, yeah, but I'm still impact driven. And it's like, whilst I still was impact driven, I was very, very focused and attached to the amount of money that I was making because I actually needed to make that money to pay my coach, to pay my bills and whatever those sorts of things. So yeah, like having that extra income has really just allowed me to, to, to relieve the pressure and the attachment, which has then in turn helped me fall in love with my coaching business again. Right now, I also am a very multifaceted human, as I said at the beginning, and I enjoy doing multiple things right? And I've now come to a place where I've realized that I don't actually want to be Mel Custer, the coach. Coaching and mentoring is definitely one aspect and element of my business, but I also want to put a lot of energy into these podcasts. Like these podcasts, you guys don't pay for them. And and that actually feels really good to me because I'm having a conversation with you guys. And I was talking to Sean about this the other day. It's like masterclasses, programs and stuff like that. They feel good and that's one element of my business where like obviously they're monetized and I make money from them and that sort of thing. And my podcast, I'm actually able, you know, my programs and my masterclasses, they're very client focused. So it's teaching them something about themselves or helping unlock something. And whilst this will, these podcasts will potentially help you unlock something, I'm actually speaking from experience. And I said to Sean when we had this chat, like, I feel like I teach my lessons in life really well from a place of speaking from experience and the things that have happened to me. And funnily enough, in my human design profile, there's a line in there. That if you don't, I don't, if you don't know about human design, this is going to sound like gibberish. But if you do, there's a line in my profile that actually means I have to go through like the quotation school of hard knocks to then learn lessons and teach them to other people. And that's kind of like part of my life purpose. And that's what leadership is too, right? Like, I guess being a leader is kind of like you're walking the path and 
people are, are also walking down that path and you're helping to lead them and guide them. So yeah, that's been really interesting to actually just witness that, hey, holy shit, like I see that now and I see that maybe I had to come to this realization and, and go through certain things and contemplate on certain things to realize and to be able to teach people to go down the same path. And like my life, I want it to be fun. Like fun and play and adventure is is one of my biggest values. And to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck if you're making millions of dollars unless you are having fun whilst doing it. Like if I don't want to make a lot of money if it comes at the cost of my business and my life feeling fun and I'm actually enjoying it, right? And I do believe that, yes, there are certain, um, I guess, there are certain seasons in your life where you do need to push a little bit harder and potentially sacrifice certain things and miss out on fun to then, you know, it to be a long-term gain. I get that and I'm, you know, I've been there and I've done that, but I'm not willing to push and hustle and force a business that doesn't feel fun just to make money, right? And like, I want to have fun and make impact and then money will be a byproduct of that. So that's something that I've really, really, really had to anchor back into and and just come back to my own why and not getting caught up in like the the industry, let's call it, the coaching industry, because I don't actually see myself as only in the coaching industry. I I don't. Right. I see. I don't even know what industry I'm in. I'm in my own fucking industry. Like, I don't even know. But I don't want to be in just one industry. I'm I'm, everything I do, like within Custer Auto Co. So the uh, mechanic workshop, I'm building relationships with customers. I'm building relationships with um, suppliers, with delivery drivers. Like I'm that that building relationships and, and connecting with people, scaling a business like it's all relevant to my coaching business. I'm learning lessons in that company to then teach in my coaching company. I'm learning lessons, you know, um, liaising with clients and building relationships with my hair clients, my hairdressing clients. Every time I see them, I'm building relationships with them and I'm learning and, um, I guess expanding myself and my knowledge every day in everything that I do. And it's like the coaching industry and the personal development world is not the only place you can be expanded. Like actually let that land. It's not the only place you can learn and be expanded. I learn so much within the workshop about human behavior, building relationships, connection, like honestly, the systems of business, the structures, like the processes, all of that sort of stuff. And right now at this place where I'm at, where I'm actually doing multiple things, but the perfect balance of them. When I say the perfect balance, what I mean is I haven't neglected my coaching business and just like looked elsewhere. Yes, I've, I've almost reset one side of it and it's about to come back like stronger than ever. But like I actually had to reset that so that I could recalibrate. It's, a, it's actually really hard to put into language, but I'm just going to try. I had to reset that so I could recalibrate and come back stronger than ever in a really healthy way that feels fun, that feels playful, and that feels good for me and for my life. And it's very similar to like 
I like because I'm a mum and that's a big role of mine is you know running the household and, and doing all the housework and the food shopping and the meal prep and stuff like that I and, and like let me just preface Sean helps a lot he's very very hands-on that's him texting me right now he's very very hands-on but um you know he's in a season of his life where you know he's 34 he's building a, a business he's in a real building phase of of his company of our company and i respect that and i and i support that because i've been there like i did that with the salon and and it was like it's really funny it's this pendulum swing of like you know i was building and and really like you know, sacrificing some time and, and stuff like that. And, and it was, it took a lot of energy to build that salon from the ground up. And he just took the reins a little bit more and helped a little bit more at home. And now we're in a season where I'm still building my career and my businesses, but it's just a different energy to him. His requires, you know, he's got five guys at work. Like it actually takes a lot more of his mental capacity and, and, and energy and all of those sorts of things. So I am understanding of that. And it just means I take on more of the load at home. And I'm actually so happy with that. Do I still ask him for help when I need it? Yes. But I'm also like, I'm not just going, oh, don't worry, I'll do everything. Like if I need help, I'm going to ask. I'm not going to do it at the detriment of myself. But it's like, you know, it's, it's really hard to explain. But it's like when you know they're in this building phase, like and that it's for the good of our family, it's like, well, then I'm doing my part at home while he's doing his, you know, that sort of energy. So, yeah, that's that. But anyway, I've just gone off on a tangent there. I liken it in terms of my role as a mum and like, let's call it a housewife for lack of a better term. Like that's part of my role. And I actually love it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love it. But it does have its challenging times. And to be honest with you, when you're only for me, and I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but I'm just going to speak from my own personal experience is when I was a 100% only doing the mum and the housewife thing. And I didn't do other things. I didn't have breaks. I didn't have time to myself. I wasn't working. I wasn't, you know, doing those things. I actually was really unhappy and I didn't feel like I was performing as a performing, but like operating or being the best mum I could be. They were very like clinical words, weren't they? I didn't feel like I was the best mum and wife I could be because it was everything that I was doing. I wasn't having this multifaceted or, you know, um, yeah, let's, let's call it multifaceted needs within me met. Like I need to do multiple things. I'm here to, to do multiple things. And it's like, we need to have breaks. And for me, like going to work when I was became a mum, going to work felt like a break. It actually felt easier than being, you know, a mum and a wife at home all day. So for me, in terms of my coaching business, I was 100% coaching last year and I was making very good money, but I really wasn't 100% happy. And it's like, I, I knew something was off and it felt hard and it felt stressful and it felt like a lot of pressure. And it felt like maybe there was times where I was like, doing things that weren't really aligned because I felt the pressure of having to be making a certain amount of money so that I could then be good enough and you know whatever the, the shit that I got caught up in last year was and so this year it's been really about stripping it all back and going okay I really enjoy doing multiple things I really enjoy doing 
this. Like I really enjoy doing hair when it's not everything that I'm doing. I really enjoy helping at the workshop when that's not all that I'm doing. And I really enjoy coaching when that's not all that I'm doing. So for me, it's been finding this balance of like, I actually get to do all of these different things when I'm doing them in the right moderation. When I'm not putting pressure on myself to sit behind a computer and do seven calls in a day, seven coaching calls in a day, and then feel burnt out, right? It's like, I don't want to operate my coaching business like that. I want to run it from a place of overflow and a point where I'm like living my best life and then helping other people live theirs, right? It would feel so out of integrity for me to continue to teach people how to run businesses that they love when I'm not running a business myself that I'm fully loving. And that's kind of where I was getting to. And that's why I've made big changes in my business. And I'm so fucking happy. Like, I actually feel like I've really just come to a place now. Like, I don't know how long I will have this particular balance that I have right now, which feels really good. I don't know how long I'll have this balance for. I'm not sure if I'll, you know, eventually hire someone for the workshop or, you know what I mean? Like, I actually just feel right now that, my needs, my creative needs are being met, my analytical and like um, systems and strategy needs are being met, my impact and connection, like in, in making impact on the world needs are being met within my coaching business. I am no longer in this like lack mindset with money. There doesn't feel like there's extreme immense pressure there. And it means that I don't have to operate. We don't have to operate from fear of like, losing our house because we know we're going to be okay and that's something we've always done is like rather than just like freak out and and, and operate from fear when the world goes mad and things are changing even in COVID and stuff like that like we rather than operate within fear we just adapt and it's actually like like actual proof of that is in 2020 is actually when coronavirus hit and everything was shutting down and businesses were collapsing and we decided to open a fucking mechanic workshop because that's the kind of people we are. We adapt, we just move anyways. And when everyone else is running from the fire, we we run towards it. So for me, it's like making these changes, it's just just necessary. It was actually just necessary. And I am not here to just sit back and coast along and be like, oh, it'll just like work itself out. It's like, I do trust that it will work itself out. But there's also an element that like you actually have to just get your ass into gear and take action if things are not feeling good. And if you're starting to really have this money thing consume you, where can you where can you adapt? Where can you do more? And for me, I I tried for so long to figure out how I could do that within my coaching business. But the answer just was that the work, the, the more that I needed to do wasn't within that business yet. It will be and it's coming. But when and when it does come, might I add, it's going to be so in integrity and so aligned that it's just going to be the best fucking thing ever. But right now I'm just in a season where I'm like, okay, like, let's actually go. Let's work. And I'm still getting to spend time with my kids. Like, I'm still not working nights and weekends, which was just like the biggest that was the biggest drainer for me in my entire working career was working late nights and weekends and I moved away from that and so I'm happy like I am so happy I get weekends with my babies I get to tuck them into bed every night and I'm very aware that not everyone has that privilege but to me like that's my version of I've made it 
like and I could cry why I do this every fucking episode no we're not doing this okay we're not doing this we're not doing the crying about the kids thing but that's my version of like I've made it right is like getting to tuck my kids into bed every night getting to give them a kiss getting to sit down with my husband and have a cuppa and it's like for as long as we get to do that we're okay you know it's they're the things that matter not not the other not the other shit right and so like for me just bringing more fun and joy back into my life is just has just been such a focus for me and it's like I I don't yeah I said this just before but like I don't care about you know if I could make 100k 500k a month whatever but if I'm not having fun and I'm not living a life that I enjoy I don't actually want it. I don't actually want it. Like I want to be happy. I want to be having fun. Yes, I know there's going to be times where I have to sacrifice. Yes, I know I'm going to have to work hard, push outside my comfort zone, potentially hustle for for a short moment in time. I know that and I'm okay with that. And I've done that. I'm not privy to hard work. Like I've built myself to this point. I've done that. I've done that off of my own back, working hard, committing like doing all those things and it's like I'm gonna continue to do that continue building a life that I'm fucking proud of and I'm going to enjoy doing it right and when something feels off and something feels out of alignment or I'm not having needs met or whatever the thing and like I said there's multiple multiple reasons here why I've made these shifts but it's like my intuition was screaming something at me and I knew something wasn't right I just had to figure out what it was and that's what I did and that's why I've made these shifts so I feel like just so happy doing this and can we just like normalize because I think it's glorified like this whole you know quitting your job to become whatever you want to be or like you know your side hustle turns into your full time and like that is amazing and that deserves to be celebrated but can we also celebrate doing what's required to make you love your business again to make you love life again can we actually just like normalize the fact that doing another like getting another job or you know starting another side business or whatever it is doing some extra work on the side actually allows you to relieve pressure and be happy and and be joyful and have fun and have experiences and you know potentially even invest in yourself or invest in your business your other business like we don't have to it's very black and white thinking to think we have to just 100% commit to this one thing and that's just who we are and what we do forever right and there is this like these conversations of like go all in and like go balls to the wall and yes you can do that and that does work for some people but for me it's like I'm this is my version of all in and what I have to do to be able to give this impact side of things like my coaching business and stuff like that I don't even like calling it my coaching business because it's so much more than that and you really don't even understand what I mean until you come into my world and you like and you work with me but it's like this what I do (laughs) let's call it coaching for again lack of better word but like this coaching side and this you know like even this podcast it's part of that it's like helping you provoke your thoughts and helping you think and and see a different perspective and maybe learn something about yourself or learn something about the world or even potentially inspire you. I don't know, provoke action within you, get you get your butt moving, like whatever it is that these things do for you, like I'm here for it and I'm not going to stop anytime soon. May it look different than it did before? Fucking oath it will. 
Like actually fucking oath it will. It's going to look different. I'm just going to give you guys that now. It's not going to be the same as it was last year because that didn't feel good for me. It didn't suit my life, right? And I'm here to create a new way. It's really hard for me because I don't have anyone to look up to and relate to because nobody has necessarily what I, it's not that nobody has what I want, but nobody out there has done it the way that I look at and go, that's the way I want to do it. So it's like, I'm actually creating, and this is very manifesto of me again, in human design, I'm a manifesto if you haven't figured out by now. And there's only like seven to seven to nine percent of the population are manifestors and we are i only know three or four other manifestors in this world like it's actually insane um but we are here to initiate we're here to create new new things and birth new things into the world and it often means that we don't have someone to look up to and relate to um so other than other manifestors but even then we all do things so differently so that's i could go on a whole tangent about that but yeah, it's been hard for me because there's been things where I'm like, oh, you do it that way. That's amazing. And I, it's, I'm i not making that wrong, but that, that doesn't actually feel like what I want to do. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with business right now and with life. And that's why I've made the changes and I'm just loving it. Like I just, I, I really want to like provoke you guys and get you guys thinking about like your own personality, your multifacetedness, like you know, do you have lots of different sides to you? And are you making some of them wrong? Like for so long, I shamed my like inner bitch. I call her the inner bitch again. I just don't know what else to call it. But like, I was kind of presenting this like nice, kind, positive girl online. And that was who I was. Like that wasn't a lie, but I was hiding and shaming the fact that I can be a bitch and not for no good reason, but it's like, you know, if someone comes and they hurt your kid, for example, are you like, let's say it's an adult, they come and they hurt your kid. If you were only a kind person and you, you weren't a bitch at all, you didn't have that inner bitch, would you just be like, oh, that's okay. You must be having a bad day. Like you hurt my kid. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to fire up. Your inner bitch is going to come out and you're going to be like, don't you fucking touch my kid or I'll smack you in the face. <laughs> like whatever the thing, right? Your inner bitch is going to kick in. And it's like, the more you shame, and this is very shadow work, but the more you shame and repress the sides or the facets of you that you have, like the more out of alignment and, and, and out of integrity you're going to feel. So for me, it's been really just like owning the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of shit I don't agree with. There's a lot of things that I, I'm like, I just wouldn't do that, but I'm not making it wrong because that's someone else's way and that's someone else's process and that's that's perfect for them. But for me, that would feel ick. That wouldn't feel good. So it's very important to not look at people online and go, oh, they do it that way. So that must be the right way because it's worked for them. It's like, that's the right way for them. It might not be the right way for you. Your right way, you'll figure it out, right? And you'll know because the feeling within your body, which is your intuition, will actually tell you if something's off. And if you're doing things that don't feel right, and you know what I mean when I say don't feel right, there's a difference again of it feeling not not right and your intuition telling you that that isn't the way that you maybe should be doing it um, versus it not feeling good because it's just an edge, right? And it's like, this is just cut out of my comfort zone and, you know, it's pushing edges. It's like, we need to push out of our comfort zone, but we don't need to push 
against our intuition is probably the best way to explain it. And so like, I do want to ask you, and you could journal on this, you could, you could just think about this and contemplate on this, but like, what sides of you are you making wrong? Like what, what sides of you are you hiding or suppressing? Like, do you have a real sexual side that you maybe are ashamed of? And this is something where I've spoken about for years and years, like literally since I became a mom, which was like seven years ago, almost, um, of just like, you know, mum, you can be a mom and be like a kinky bitch. Like you could be really sexual. Um, you know, you could be very impact driven and wanting to make connection and be very heart led and, and connect with humans and those sorts of things and make money and, you know, have a like nice things, stay at fancy hotels, like buy Louis Vuitton handbags. Like it's actually okay to have these different sides to your personality and to what you like. And for an example, for me, it's like, I love camping. I love going away and not having water or power or anything like that, not having showers or toilets. I love that. I actually find that so grounding. And I also don't bat an eyelid at going to, you know, a fancy as fuck hotel and spending like literally, I don't know, $800 a night. Like I think one time we spent literally $1,200 for one night on a hotel room like it was a special occasion and I will never forget it but it's like that's the duality of life it's like I also love doing work for charity I also love making money myself like we're actually allowed to to be all of these different things and like different things and you know that some of them can be contradicting and can we actually just make that okay and not make ourselves wrong for that And that, I guess the real point of this podcast is just like letting go of the black and white right or wrong thinking, which is the ego at the end of the day and and the labels. Like, again, the ego likes to label, likes to label things and put things in boxes and categorize and hierarchy and compare and all of those things. So it's like, can we just let go of that? Can we let go of the the right or wrong or the, the labels and, you know, just be multifaceted? very, very colourful human beings. There is no, you know, right or wrong way to do business. There is no right or wrong way to do life. We will all find our own paths. We'll all have our own lessons. And like, that's the beauty of it, right? So please embrace your multifacets. <laughs> Fuck that word. I've said it how many times? Drinking game. Every time I say multifaceted, um, take a shot. No, um, that is all. Honestly, I I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I fucking love you all, especially if you're like, I was thinking about it and I'm like, I wonder, like, I wonder if there's people out there who've listened to all of the podcasts so far. And if you have, I love you. Like, thank you. Even if you're just listening to this one, I just, I love you. I just, thank you for being here. Like, I just love this little community and um if that's what i could call it i don't know i don't know another word but like the people in my world whether that be people that follow me on instagram that listen to my podcasts whether you dm me or not like whatever if you're here like just know i have very big love for you and respect for you and i appreciate you actually just like listening and 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 soaking in and letting me provoke your mind and you know maybe potentially shift some perspectives for you Um, and you know, ultimately you're listening to my experiences and my stories, and I hope that you can take something from this. So I love you and I will be in your ears again very soon.
Ciao.